Welcome to The Source Podcast, where business leaders, entrepreneurs, and technology experts join in conversation to explore the real-life challenges and opportunities to innovate across sectors and tech. This new episode is brought to you by Springwise, in partnership with New West End Company, the leading business voice for London's West End, representing the world's largest retail and leisure destination, anchored by Bond Street, Oxford Street, and Regent Street. Hello and welcome to this edition of The Source from Springwise. I'm your host, James Bidwell, the owner of Springwise, um, and I'm joined in the Springwise studio by Jace Tyrrell, Chief Executive of the New West End Company, and Oliver Wayman, who is the co-founder of Bottle Top. I will introduce these guys in a bit more detail in a second. Today we are here to celebrate London as one of the greatest cities in the world and to discuss the latest trends, challenges, and innovation opportunities for retailers who are in the market to attract, retain, and engage their consumers in what is increasingly a very disrupted market. Um, Springwise uh, has tracked and continues to track the the latest trends and ideas from around the world, um, and we've created an amazing report uh, in conjunction with the New West End Company. Uh, So we will be delving into that in some detail a little later in this podcast. So without further ado, I would like to um, ask Jace uh, to introduce himself, please. So great to be here, James. I'm Jace Tyrrell, the Chief Executive of New West End Company. I have the wonderful privilege uh, to represent businesses across the very best bit of the Monopoly board, uh, Bond Street, Oxford Street and Regent Street, and really the epicentre of retail and leisure uh, in probably the whole of the world. Fantastic. Thank you, Jace. Um, and Oliver, please um, tell us a little bit about Bottle Top. Fascinating business. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Bottle Top is a UK sustainable fashion brand um, and we have been going in some form or another since um, 2002, originally as a, as a foundation. Um, but really the premise is to produce um, sustainable fashion accessories, handbags, clutch purses, belts, um, really which are having a social impact through their creation and um, using interesting materials in, uh, in production. That is fantastic, and we're going to dig in a little bit more into how you do that um, a little later. So um, the first thing I wanted to just talk about um, is this, uh, this new report that we have produced in conjunction with the New West End Company, Springwise and the New West End Company. It's called Redefining Retail Beyond 2020. And um, what it's trying to do is to explore the future of retail through, through very much through a consumer lens. Um, and, and it has picked out three or four key uh, topics to discuss. And I think I might just delve into some of those um, in in a bit of detail. So the first is um, the whole idea of in-store technology and the kind of the the VR and AR um, advent, which is, uh, you know, in some places enabling the removal of checkout uh, in order to um, kind of make a much more seamless customer experience. And Jace, in terms of what you're looking at and with your members, how does that sort of customer experience and the, and the importance of going through stores quickly um, resonate? Well, I think what's really interesting for us is we represent 600 businesses, everything from Prada to Primark to Mulberry to Microsoft. And actually, each of those 200 million customers that come to the West every year want different experiences. And our businesses need to change their business models in terms of adapting to the new norm. You said earlier, James, it's a a sector under disruption. That's a huge understatement. I mean, this is something probably happens every 100, 200 years into a sector that we're going through. So really, the first point was actually to look at this really through the customer lens. We spent a lot of time talking about the built environment, the policy makers. We wanted to go right back to the heart of retail, which, of course, is the customer. 
Fantastic. And, and Oliver, you are a retailer with a store. Um, remind us where your store is exactly. Um, which it, street is it in? It's at 84 Regent Street. And we've actually just got a pop-up next door to it as well at 86, which is all around our new campaign called Together Band. So Regent Street being one of the finest shopping shopping streets in the world. The um, finest, I think. The finest, I think <laughs> we would say. <laughs> one um, of three. So, so how, how, is it, how are you finding the kind of the consumer engagement with your stores? How long are people staying? Are you employing technology? to kind of get people through faster or are you saying that this is an amazing experience I need you to come in and have a look I think that um, people are engaging more um, there's definitely what I would say is it's a, it's a fine line between use of technology in which you use it in a way to really inspire and educate people but you've also got to make sure you don't fall into that trap of it being just a gimmick you know, I think as long as it's got a, a clear purpose and a narrative around it, and it can be really, really, really interesting. You know, we've built the first 3D printed store in the world made from recycled plastic. And that is the, you know, the forefront of technology being used in this form. However, you know, I think um, th we could have, there were various other opportunities we had to be able to almost put various things in for the sake of, of, of it being an interesting kind of, you know, lighting effect or, or, or something which doesn't really have any resonance with us or the brand. And I think that's where you have to be a little bit kind of specific and, and strategic around those particular uses. Um, I would say, I mean, from for in terms of customer retention, Ours is, is generally very good when they're in store because there's there's such an interesting story to unpack between obviously the, the, the concept of the build of the store, but but primarily the products, which are all made, um, you know, as, as I was saying, using sustainable materials. And I think there's quite a fast consumer change, uh, changing landscape, I'm sure you'll agree, Jace, that people are, are, are more and more engaged with messages around sustainability and the, the full life cycle of the product and what they can do to improve their own sort of consumer habits. and, and Thankfully, we, we, we've been pioneering in that realm. So I think it is absolutely amazing that you, you, know, you are on, on Regent Street and that you are such pioneers and that also that the, the landlords and the new West End company in the West End of London actually is, is really focusing on this idea of sustainability and, and purpose and, and social conscience. Um, there is a chapter in the report on this, which is called The Glass Box Store. And it also talks a lot about diversity and inclusivity, as well as ethics and, and consumption and this idea that you know, people know, want to know the provenance of not only the goods, but also in some ways of you know, how the buildings have been constructed. I mean, how is that informing your thinking, Jace, when you look at the, the West End as a whole? I mean, it's extraordinary this time at the moment, because although we're looking at the retail sector, yes, we're looking at the future of the city. And actually this social consciousness, sustainability, environment, purpose, and people, people at the heart of the city as well, is really top of the agenda. Whether you talk to our customers, you sit in the boardroom with our members, and actually what we want to do, representing this bit of London, is actually we're thinking about the next 10 years. How can we make that the centerpiece of what we're doing? Not just because it is the right thing to do, and it is the right thing to do, but actually it makes business sense now. Customers, retailers, office workers, they will choose to locate and come to locations that are really on top of this. And we have such a wonderful opportunity to be real innovators here, to set the benchmark globally. And that's how we're really pleased to work with Springwise and actually just look what other cities are doing so we can be the very best of that uh, here in London. So, so uh, again, Springwise, uh, as you say, we cover a lot of um, sustainable innovations, social innovations. In fact, we, you know, our, our mantra is innovations that matter. So we care more and more about um, bringing people to or bringing ideas that are, that are really making the world a better place. And I think that uh, that's resonates amazingly with our customers. Um, and that's a kind of in an, in an innovation space. But, but what is fascinating 
uh, is to see that brought to life in, in a tangible way um, in, a, in an urban environment. Um, and it is really good to see some of the landlords that in the West End as well taking this really, really seri seriously. Um, uh, Oliver wants to, to add something. Yeah, I 100% agree. I mean, we've, we've found a fantastic response from, from the Crown Estate in mm -hmm. particular in giving us this opportunity because there could have been a far greater, more established brands who, who would have, um, you know, I think certain other um, landlords would have, would have taken in without even thinking about it, but they, they were clearly looking at this from a long-term perspective and realizing where is retail heading? And it's lovely to see you know a brand like ours given the opportunity and, and thankfully also gaining the right traction amongst the consumer base on, on Regent Street, realizing that this is this is the way it's going. This isn't this isn't a, a, you know, a trend. It's This is very much a, a consumer landscape shift towards this particular way of thinking. And you know, it's it's lovely to be here talking about this in from a from a retail standpoint because when we were first even conceptualizing, oh, you know, do, should we go into physical space? Should we just put all of our efforts in online? Do we need a, the physical space anymore? That, for me, that isn't even a conversation anymore. You absolutely have to have a very clear and exciting proposition to be able to conceptualize what you're doing online. If you do, if you don't have that, then I think you're missing a massive element. People will really never get to fully understand or immerse themselves in the brand. And I think this is why it's so important for us here to be talking about this kind of thing. So it's a really good theme that comes up in the report around the kind of the, the, the merging between the kind of the online and then the offline worlds. And I think what we're seeing now is that there is absolutely a place uh, for the offline experience, but the offline experience is, is changing, and, and I think it's a it's a very strong leadership position to have Bottle Top in such a pr prominent location because it says so much to the customers are going past and seeing it, and of course it brings in a whole new set of customers. Uh, so it's really inspiring to, to do that, um, and also this kind of whole idea of the of the online, and we're seeing a lot of these pure plays coming out mm. of you know, the west coast of America, but also from China now, mm. who are saying, you know, London's the greatest shopping destination in the world, you know, and guess what, I need a store there. Yep. And and uh, uh, one of the other things that we unpack in the report is a, a little bit is how do you connect that online experience and online presence with offline sales, and how do you justify that from a financial point of view? Um, one of the questions I was going to ask uh, Jace is, is there's a lot of talk at the moment is that, you know, storefronts will actually become more marketing vehicles than they will be uh, places where you actually sell stuff. How, how are you thinking about that? Is, is that something that um, you're seeing? Mm. Yeah, I mean, just to pick up on a point earlier, Ollie was saying you can't just do digital to be gimmicky. Actually, your earlier point, this is now his bottom line. It's about revenue. It's actually saying, well, you know, retail is actually a digital proposition and it has physical space. But this kind of online, offline, I think that is completely merged. And actually, we've moved on and are moving beyond that. But coming to the, the shop window, if you like, the physical shop window in this case, I mean, there is such a immediate desire by the customer to get information, to understand the brand. And even when the shop isn't open, what is that brand? How does it manifest itself? So so in the physical built environment, that comes back to the windows, what's happening in that space, the entertainment piece. And one of our jobs in this report is to probably show the policymakers here in London, the council, the mayor's office, actually what does global experience look and feel like. So actually we can move into the 21st century. And it's great. They're responding really well to this. And actually the brands are doing well. Selfridges, Microsoft, Burberry, yourselves on Regent Street, really great manifestations on activity and entertainment right uh, when you come into the West End. So I think it's uh, it's it's um, you're you're absolutely right. And, and my days in Selfridges, uh, when I was the marketing director many years ago, when when Jason and I first met, you know, Selfridges is one of the greatest shops in the world. Um, has maintained this amazing presence, and the theatre of the windows, the theatre of the of the experience. You can't do that online. Mm -hmm. 
um, and 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 London. You know, that we have we have so many people who come and visit us. We're mm. still one of the number one tourist destinations in the world. We are, you know, one of the great retail destinations. And and actually, what you're doing, Jace, is is uh, and 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 Ollie, to a certain extent, is and all your partners is creating that holistic experience for people who want to come and have a fantastic time. So so talking, picking up a little bit on the collaboration with the with the council and local government mm. and all of that, which I think uh, Jace is one of your big. Uh, one of your big roles. Um, how is that feeling? How's that looking for the next 10 years? I think park the immediate issue of Brexit, which I'm sure we need longer than an hour to talk about that <laughs> right I'm sure now. We, we managed to not <laughs> yeah, mention yeah. Brexit for Brilliant almost part. 20 minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes yeah. in. But I think, you know, a lot of policymakers are really thinking about their people in their cities, their people in their homes, where they work, and actually, again, sustainability in its purest terms, in purest terms sustainable cities, sustainable people. So really, we see our role is to help bridge that gap between the public and private sector, to really offer some thought leadership here in a global space, which is great, again, with Springwise to get that innovation but turn that strategy into something deliverable as well and actually start manifesting taking a bit of risk try some new things because actually we've become very rigid and very binary at the moment in, in the policy terms and I think we need to take some more risks actually in, in the public space in the built environment and really again on this area of sustainability we've got to try new things to really improve you know low carbon zero emissions really fast. So, so it does feel like, uh, and uh, you know, we've talked about this in in some other forum for it before, is that there is a huge opportunity for post Brexit Britain to be a leader in the low carbon green economy and yeah. to really cut through. And what we've done, we we say a lot of the competition, other cities around the world doing other things really well. You know, this is something that the UK can really get behind. Oliver, you're going to say a something? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I think we have to be forward-thinking and dynamic or more dynamic than we ever have been because of this turbulent environment and show that we can be, you know, re showing real leadership in these, in these very important spaces. So I think we're going to need even more um, you know, your role is going to become integral, really, between the 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 the, the, the conduit between the um, local government and government and um, and retailers. Um, what I would say, I mean, I think, I mean, this is pr uh, possibly digressing a bit, but the, and it is just worth noting. And, and uh, if we're talking about a macro economic picture, it's extremely difficult. And I think the the big hindrance that we have, and we've got, you know, we're opening a retail unit in Hong Kong. We've done very successful pop-ups in Dallas and New York, all over the world. The immediate, the immediate challenge that you find as a small business coming into these environments is without a doubt business rates. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's um, it's probably been spoken about before in various situations, but it's but it's it's really it's a huge hindrance it's a huge huge hindrance and it's you know it's hard enough to be able to make retail work in in the environments we're in but then with r rates which are for me just just n not they, they, they're not responsive to, to the way that the retail environment, the consumer landscape is going, then it, it becomes, it's, it's stifling growth and it's stifling innovation for, for smaller brands to be coming in. I mean, I could talk for hours on business <laughs> rates, but I totally agree with you, Ollie. I mean, in our three streets alone, one billion pounds a year is yeah. paid by rates. If you think of all the pressure on the sector, the operating costs, yeah. and the opportunity lost because of that tax, which you think is wholly unfair, yeah. given it's based on the value of the property and nothing to do with the turnover of what yeah. you're creating, Equally, a lot of online players aren't even paying it, but you're not necessarily investing as much as you could in your stores, in your people, in innovation. So the customer loses out, the sector loses out, and innovation loses out. So, you know, we're really going to encourage the new Prime Minister.
minister and the new mm-hmm. government mm-hmm. Uh, when they're in place, uh, you know, really to think again about business rates, town centres, city centres, and just finding a different way to create that industrial entrepreneurial spirit that we need to capture in post-Brexit Britain. Yeah, and we do need to disrupt ourselves a little bit and we need to, to change the paradigm. And, and as, as Ollie says, you know, you're, you're quoting other great cities in the world mm-hmm. where you're, you're, ha- you're being able to open stores in an, in, a, in an easier way. And it would be terrible if London uh, lost out on Absolutely. that. And, you know, London remains the number one place to have a store and have a flagship and, and kind of with this incredible eclectic uh, customer base from all around the world, yeah. which, it, which is so powerful. And also, I mean, um, linked to that also is people. I mean, again, you're not investing in the staff. And we know we have yeah. very low productivity in retail and leisure. Yeah. And actually, again, if we're paying all these other costs like business rates, mm-hmm. you're not able to train up, skill up a 21st century retail mm-hmm. employee. Mm-hmm. So again, there's lots of other social issues around the, yeah. the parity of tax and the fairness of it. And again, the social purpose of retail uh, in the country. Absolutely, absolutely, and I wholeheartedly agree. And, um, and I think just a, a side note, if we are just talking on, you know, finally on the, uh, the post-Brexit, I think we have to be very, very careful in terms of um, labour laws. I mean, we, you know, and, and um, not making sure that we're, we're not putting any greater restrictions in place as a, as a, as a retailer now with, with three, actually, we, we've just closed down the other sort of pop-up, but two units on, on Regent Street, you know, the, the vast uh, majority of our, of our um, staff are, are EU, you know, EU citizens, and, and we'd, we'd like to think that we're not going to find any problems with that going into this. So I think it's just just worth a, a final point on that. Very strong call to action and really, really important. We need to be open for business for people who want to come and work here and experience exactly. this amazing city, as well as um, people who want to come and shop and and, and kind of look around. So um, just, just moving to thinking about the customer a little bit more and, and thinking about the new kind of emerging Gen Z. So Gen Z is like 95 to 2012 born. So this kind of, and we've got Quite something not. in the report, which is, <laughs> not which, us. Is, which is definitely not us. No one in this room. But, um, but there's a kind of thing around how they are in- engaging with their mobile devices, this whole idea of attention partiality, which is kind mm. of, we, we highlight in the, re- in the report. And it's a different way of, different way of looking at, looking at life there's the kind of the whole influencer community how, how are we thinking about that um, and how do, how do we cap- capitalize on that and, and strengthen from some of these themes it's, Ollie? it's critical yeah absolutely I mean um, I mentioned just at the start of the uh, uh, the podcast that we've, we've just launched a campaign called together band which is effectively a um, uh, well the first the first consumer facing campaign promoting and raising money for the um, sustainable development goals um, so this is a, a bracelet campaign in which you wear one and um, share one you give one someone someone else in, in one of the 17 SDG colors made from ocean plastic and um, and glass made from decommissioned firearms um, but that's totally social media driven so it's yeah. a, it's a it's a major influencer campaign from from various big um, big uh, ambassadors said so likes of David Beckham and, um, and Naomi Campbell alongside a series of, of second tier um, you know uh, fantastic influencers who've got you know big social media um, you know following and so it's like how can you translate that which is very popular and is generating interest and having a great viral impact into store as well and so for me it's integral to, to be able to have a vehicle a vessel effectively to, to um, put, bring this campaign to life and show that you've got um, you know the, the iconic in this case uh, an iconic tapestry which has been made from over 80,000 recycled ring pools which all these um, famous ambassadors and influencers standing in front of and to give customers the opportunity to do the same thing 
and to share their message alongside their, their networks. And tell us where, where can we get these bracelets? And, uh, and is there something going on in the store that should be that we should know about? Absolutely. So yeah, we've got a specific um, pop-up at, at 86 in the quadrant, the front of the Quadrant Arcade, which is promoting this campaign called Together Band. So it's just togetherband.org. Uh, obviously can be bought online, but um, but yeah, to get the full customer experience, then um, then yeah, please do, do visit the store and, and purchase there. And so that kind of use of social media and that driving engagement, driving awareness, and of course, you know, people like to come and see something tangible. I love the idea of this incredible tapestry yeah. of bottle tops. I mean, yeah. you've, you've created something out of out of something that's, you know, waste. Absolutely. Effectively. And, yeah. and, and I think more and more we're going to be seeing, you know, this circular economy. And, and there's another challenge maybe for the West End is, you know, how does the West End become the first, you know, pure, uh, first circular city centre? How do we how do we think about waste um, in, in all its um, in all its forms? And I'm not I'm not going to ask you to answer that question you know 100% now Jace but I imagine that's something that's on your radar and you're and you're talking to your your partners about totally on our radar and actually again part of our work is to lift to the highest standard and set a standard for the West End circular economy sustainability employee fairness just on Ollie's uh, bands I mean I was utterly struck I, I came across it literally a couple of days ago and I bought two then and there and actually it's a really great I'm not wearing them but I know I do why are you wearing them, them? <laughs> but uh, I just put think them back on him. that, that <laughs> social purpose and that that purpose driven sort of retail it's fantastic actually and we're living and breathing it here in the West End and I think we need more of it but the two things on, on sort of the generation whichever it was Z which was it yeah I call it Z I should call it Z, of course. Z, Z, but Z where are we going to go after Z yeah. <laughs> Z1 or A1 again, we go the alphabet again yeah. but I mean two words that come up a lot with our conversations is authenticity and frictionless so authenticity purpose driven you know, approaches whether it's you know, products or services but frictionless in the terms of payments and services and AI this is only going to grow in the next few years and we're really at the cutting edge of where it's going to start and where it's going to go no one knows but hugely exciting and wonderful entrepreneurial mm -hmm. spirit around all this space yeah, I, I think um, it, it's lovely to see in it, and I think we're building, you know, it does feel like, you know, that it's a fertile landscape for that. People are at the right time to be asking these questions. I mean, again, we don't want to delve too into it. It's almost like a Brexit question, but we are, you know, these next 10 years are mm. critical mm. For, for the prosperity of the planet. I can't stress that enough. And so, uh, we, you know, we need, to be, we need to be thinking very carefully around how we're moving forward with these, um, you know, and, and making sure we're not just doing slightly sort of greenwashing, but actually really, really pushing towards towards creating systemic change within these environments. Um, you know, I'm listening to, I'm sure there's, all of you are aware, it's 50 years of the of the moon landings yeah, yeah. this year, and I'm like, 400,000 people got together and did something which was audacious. No one thought it would be possible, and yet they did it with very primitive technology. Yes. If they could do that then, then we can we can really solve, you know, half the issues in, in climate change with the with the right thought processes and people coming together. So, yeah. We need and you, you make, a, you make a, a very important point that, the, that really everything we're talking about is framed in, you know, what is a climate emergency, and we mustn't forget that. Absolutely. I mean, the, the encouraging thing is that because of the amount of people who are moving to live in cities and the growth in cities and the innovation that is possible in cities because of the concentration of wealth and, and, and innovators, the city environment has an amazing op opportunity to do something to showcase that and to accelerate it and and you know we shouldn't we should not forget that, that there is a huge responsibility mm. but a massive opportunity and, and my sense is that the West End has is, is feeling that opportunity and that the leadership that the new West End company is giving to it is is kind of going in that in that direction and actually we we've had rather a, a positive conversation which is really encouraging given when you look at the news you might not you know you can <laughs> always get a little yeah. bit depressed about stuff but I think there is huge opportunity um, for us in this group to to push forward with the, with some of this energy agreed 
So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get close to wrapping now. So um, I think it's been a fantastic, positive uh, conversation. And, and, and as, we, as we said, this uh, redefining retail beyond 2020, the Springwise uh, and New West End Company report is, is released and downloadable. Um, there'll be notes uh, at the end of this podcast. Um, and, uh, and that is uh, also showing a positive vision. So um, you know, we, we should be uh, thinking that there, there is great opportunity and we need to act fast and with, with passion and also with, with our partners. So we need the, we need the government partners that, that on all of those guys to, to, to work with passion us. Passion, partners and pace. Absolutely. So one thing I'm going to uh, just wanted to ask you before um, I go, this is something I was talking about Tim Ferriss earlier, who is uh, a great a great podcast um, in the states, which um, obviously is global and worth having a listen to. But he asks his um, his guests at the end to um, think of a billboard uh, that maybe we put on Regent Street, and what would your message be on that billboard if you had like um, one phrase to to put on the billboard? Now, the one thing he always does. So this is why I'm using up a little bit of time. Of course, that's a question. If you haven't prepared for it, it's a pretty tricky one. Um, so I'm going to give you a little bit of time, but do either of you guys have anything you'd like to say? Um, Ollie's got something I'm going to go just a bit off the, uh, the tip of my tongue. The first thing that came to me is actions have consequences. So I think Fantastic. just making people actions just reflect on, on what they're Great. doing a bit. Yeah. And that audience. And Jace? Mine's kind of to take risk and people first. And that's fantastic, take risk and people first, which is a great mantra for, for, for what you're doing. Um, and I think mine would just have one word, which would be innovate. Yes. Um, so, uh, so anyway, um, thank you so much, both of you. So Jace Tyrrell, CEO of the New West End Company, and Ollie Wayman, co-founder of the fabulous Bottle Top. Thank you for joining me and uh, look out for our report. Thank you. Thank, thank you very you. much. If this conversation has inspired you to innovate and you want to find out more, Download the NWEC report at newwestend.com and springwise.com to discover more of the most cutting-edge innovations from around the globe.